1: NFL fans, are you hungry for a big win this week? If your team's playing poorly, I bet you really are. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered even when your team doesn't. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook. Customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Those are fun. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more you can win. DraftKings is also safe, secure, and reliable. Even when your favorite team is none of those things. None. Why is it safe, secure, and reliable? Well, you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. You'd... Code DNVR and bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one 800 4700 welcome to the That's Good Broncos prediction episode. Will is joining me this week. The prediction episode a little bit different because Thursday night football really screws with my schedule. Usually Will and I write the prediction episodes Wednesday night, Thursday morning, shoot it, get it edited, post-Saturday morning. No time for that shit this week. Will and I are just going to talk through the Broncos-Browns matchups to predict this game. Got some interesting matchups to look at. Just kidding. This game is going to be a shit show. But today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, Use code DNVR when you sign up at DraftKings. That's all I ask. Uh, Do you want to use a different code? No. DNVR. That's the code you want and my coffee company don't forget to check that out bench warmer brew i will have some special bench warmer brew codes for you for discounts next week so stay tuned because my birthday's coming up and we're gonna give a three dollar and 70 cent discount since i'm turning 37 so that's coming down the pipe uh this game we just got word today will Case Keenum starting in place of an injured Baker Mayfield. So the revenge was almost three pronged Joe Woods Keenum. And you had Jano in the rundown, but Jano is on IR. Damn. Jano is on IR.
0: I didn't think that was possible for him to be injured for that long. A man made a pure gristle. That just goes to show how injured this Browns team is. Yeah. They are truly the Broncos have bad injuries. The Browns right now are a little bit worse because they've got starting quarterback, top two running backs, top wide receiver, all out. Plus they're uh, one of their best defensive players, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, linebacker. He's
1: on IR. Yeah. And he was, yeah, he was playing very well. And then he got hurt. Basically it's the Broncos versus Miles Garrett at this point. Yeah.
0: I think, Um, I think that's accurate.
1: The Denver Broncos will go to Cleveland to play Miles Garrett and Grant Delpit and Denzel Ward. Assuming those guys are healthy, don't even know at this
0: point. Yeah, I mean, we still have uh, <clears throat> we still have 24 hours plus to go. Something could happen.
1: Yeah. I'm going to pull up the injury report just so I can reference it. Yeah. It's going
0: to be like one of those long scrolls that just unfurls at your feet and keeps rolling forever. <laughs>
1: yeah. For both these teams so many so many guys uh the broncos their big injury news this week they lose alexander johnson their linebacker for the season who with a, another torn pec so him and Josie Jewell both tear their pecs not good so for the browns we'll be waiting to see uh if odell can go and then their tackles, Jack Conklin, uh, he didn't play last week. Jedrick Wills didn't play last week. Their center, J.C. Treader, not practicing this week. Not sure of the severity of his injury yet. Um, The rest of the guys look limited here for the Browns. So, yeah. I mean, given this information...
0: Like, uh, this game was already a must win game yeah yeah most games i, I consider to be must win <laughs> games um i think that's just kind of you know you're supposed to win uh just about every game if you want to go to the playoffs and be a good team but this is a must win game for not getting someone fired like pre plane ride like this is the type of game where if you lose to cleveland with backup quarterback, backup running back, backup wide receiver, um, you know, half their offensive line hurt and everybody on defense. Yeah. You just kind of, you know, you leave Pat Shermer or Vic Fangio or whoever you want, um, in Cleveland, Ohio and, um, you know, maybe give them bus fare back, but you're not on the team anymore. If you lose to the, if you lose to the really, really banged up Browns, I know, I know it's Thursday night football. I know it's on the road. I know it's bad weather. Um, but this is non-negotiable.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Last week was a must-win game, really, for the Broncos, so this is a must-must-win. Last week was like a must-win game to stay competitive within the division, to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, this Broncos team, they they beat three bad teams, and then they kind of had some hiccups, but they went out and beat the Raiders team, a team they should beat, because our argument was yeah, the Broncos are beating bad teams, but they're supposed to. And then once they got challenged, they crumbled. And then the Raiders were the weakest of those challenges and they crumble. And now the Browns are technically with this many injuries, a bad team. You got to assume they're a bottom 10 team with all of these key guys out. And the Broncos season kind of on the line here. A win for them in this game is big in terms of uh, they can stay ahead of the chiefs in the division. Um, and you know, you just start going week to week after this, but let's, let's take a look at the quarterback versus quarterback. Since we're kind of doing this, like the prediction episode, uh, Teddy Bridgewater also injured. He hurt his foot. I think it got stepped on in the game. So he heard everything. <clears throat> yeah. He was hit just So a many little times. bit
0: of everything. 17 hits. I I'm amazed that there's a good chance he's going to start.
1: Yeah, so if he doesn't, it, like, there's a chance Drew Locke could play. I mean, there's a chance Teddy starts but doesn't finish the game. Um, so now it's Ted. – we'll just assume Teddy versus Keenum. All yeah. All right? Now, here's my uh, nugget with Keenum. Case played his best football when Stefanski was his QB coach in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. So he's got Stefanski calling the plays for him. I think if anybody can get the most out of case Keenum, it is indeed Kevin Stefanski. Uh, But in last in case Keenum's last slew of starts, that was 2019 with Washington football team. He was one for seven in the win loss column, (laughs) 11 touchdowns, five picks, Uh, That was eight starts in Washington. Washington, bad football team then. Looks like they're a bad football team again. Uh, Case, like Teddy, I don't think is going to be the reason your team wins. You need the team to play well, and he can keep the the ship going in the right direction. So it's it's kind of like uh, I think both quarterbacks similar in terms of skill and how they win. Uh, limit turnovers, make the plays that you need to, to make. And my concern is we all think Case Keenum's getting the start. This is a downgrade. Not so sure.
0: Yeah, that that's a good point because I was going to ask you, would you rather play the Baker Mayfield that we've been seeing recently with the torn left labrum or fully healthy Case Keenum?
1: Yeah, honestly, I think I would rather have injured Baker out there. Like, yeah, my too. I mean, I think Baker's a much better QB than Case Keenum, but he's obviously in a lot of pain. And when that's your quarterback dealing with that throughout the course of a game, you're looking at two points in the game kind of late in the second quarter when the, the torrid all starts to wear off, when you really start to feel the pain. Yep. Uh, maybe some throws don't go where you want them to go. And then towards the end of the game, because you get, you know, get that next injection and ha- maybe they do it on the sidelines. I don't really know. This is just me guessing. My point is you're going to make, you're going to miss some throws you normally make when you're in pain, you take one hit and it reactivates it. Cause like with the torn labrum, your shoulder can pop out anytime you get hit. And that's a, that's a mental mind. fuck. <laughs> And it's very painful. My buddy had one of those where his shoulder would pop out of place sometimes because of that. And every time it did happen, the rest of his day was just wrecked.
0: Yeah. That sounds terrible. Just um, in normal everyday life, just kind of walking around with that being a possibility. Yeah. Now imagine like Von Miller's chasing you all around the field. Yeah. Not good. Along with other guys too. So yeah, I understand why he's not um, playing through the pain here. And I, I think it would be a bad idea to do that because he's in a contract year and he's he's trying to make a lot of money. So yeah. I understand that. Uh, Case Keenum, the thing there is obviously when you know, you're know you faced with a backup quarterback, the strategy is like make that quarterback beat you. Yeah. And that should, on paper, that should be a little bit easier <clears throat> with Nick and Kareem Hunt out. But I, I think the game plan is still going to be the exact same for Cleveland minus the hurt offensive line minus uh, the two injured running backs. I think it's going to be just Dearness Johnson up the gut over and over and over again. Maybe they mix in uh Dimitric Felton who's kind of their like Joker third round or third down back a little bit, but yeah, it comes down to if you get Case Keenum in favorable downs and distances and you can work off the play action a little bit, he might be a little bit deadly, but, it's the same thing with Teddy Bridgewater. Like if you can not shut down the runs, I don't have any faith in them doing that, but if they cannot get like totally gashed the entire game, um, like the Raiders were doing to them and the Steelers for that matter, and you forced Keenum into unfavorable, you know, downs and distances, third and eight, third and nine, stuff like that. I think you got a pretty good chance.
1: Yeah. I mean, Broncos have a chance. I'm going to call the quarterback, match up a wash uh no advantage here for the broncos certainly uh the the browns do have home field advantage so they get the imaginary half point for that yep uh coaching browns get the advantage we saw last week the broncos (laughs) coaching staff offers no advantage over a raiders team that was starting a guy who never coached a game in his friggin' life so and i think kevin stefanski is a a good coach so this takes us he's also
0: he's also really handsome
1: Oh God, God, he's good looking. That man wears a beard well. I really gotta like. I hope. I mean, I'm going gray, but you as want the I gray grayer. To I hope beard. I look. I pull off the Stefanski. You know. I think
0: that's what you and I like. That's what we like want out of a beard,
1: and it's just not achievable for yeah. for most mere mortals. <clears throat> my my beard, uh, is too long right now. The gray starts showing, and it's just not enough gray to look distinguished. It just looks like a rat's nest. And <laughs> it just looks like you got some, like, yogurt in there, maybe. Yeah, like, right here, it's like, you got something on your beard? No, that's just one gray hair popping through. Yeah, no. That's, yeah. I got to get some dye for this shit. I've had enough. Broncos <laughs> offense versus Brownies defense. Okay. Here – you put in a nice stat about the Browns being 20th ranked on third down offense. yeah. And I knew the Broncos would be bad. So I'm like, let me go look at where the Broncos stand on third down. Like, I don't see them. Why is that? Cause they're dead last. They're at the very bottom of the NFL behind the Yagi wires. 32nd ranked third down conversion. 29.87% of the time the Broncos are converting on third down and we all know the reason it's because a third and eight as a Broncos fan is third and manageable. You're like, okay, we can third and eight. We got a chance. It's been third and 12, third and 17, third and 13, third and 15. They lose yards somehow on the first two plays, whether it's a penalty or whether it's just The run going for a loss, a sack happening, like everything is going bad. So that's my biggest concern. Still, we've talked about every week and it hasn't gotten any better. Uh, Jerry, Judy, slight chance. You're saying he plays well.
0: Yeah. I think Fangio said it was a less than 50% chance, which why would you even play him? Then it, it it seems, uh, he won't play kind of silly. I mean, no, he's not, he's not going to play if they do play him, uh, in bad conditions in a game where you can slip and fuck up
1: your ankle even worse. Like Um, you gain more by letting him rest this Thursday, because then you get 10 more days. Yeah. Let him heal. You know what I mean?
0: Exactly. And this offense really does need him back. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, Holy shit. Do they need him? Um (laughs) So much so that they keep like taking chances. They released David Moore, who we thought was gonna
1: uh, do anything. He didn't. Uh, this this offense would be better if Jerry Judy were dropping two passes every single game, but he was at a hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I kind of wonder, like, if you just like throw him out there for just decoy purposes, but it's not. It's not worth it. It's no. not worth it in a game that, <clears throat> given the circumstances, you should win.
1: We got to keep him healthy for uh, Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers in 2022. At this point, yeah, yeah. No, uh, you're kind of right.
0: Here's my problem. So they signed David Moore, and they really don't do anything to get him actively involved. They're just like – More like David Less. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And I'm worried – like they put John Brown out on the field, and they don't like do anything to – Get him actively involved again against the Raiders. I know he's just kind of there to stretch the field, but like make it make the defense think about him, yeah, out there. Because I right now, it like, was just go balls to Cortland Sutton that aren't working,
1: yeah. At this point, you just any of the any pass going further than 20 yards that you were previously targeting Cortland Sutton, do that with John Brown now because. Yeah. I think there'll be more separation there. Like that's John Brown's MO. He's a speed guy. Who's going to beat you deep. He's a great deep ball receiver Sutton. That's just not really his strength and whatever the chemistry is between Bridgewater and Sutton for those deep balls. It's not quite there. Uh, It should be. It should be jump balls that Sutton's coming down with more than he's losing, but I think Brown can get open enough where maybe that's something that is a little bit of a game changer for this offense because Teddy takes those shots. He does take shots downfield. Anybody who keeps calling him check down Teddy's not watching what he does. It's just they are rarely working. Sometimes it's his fault. Sometimes it's the receiver's fault. Sometimes it's just God hating the Broncos at this point. Yeah, and you kind of wonder because
0: Teddy doesn't have a very good arm that this game is going to be played you know right on the on the shore of lake erie so there's Ooh, going to be wind Got some, some wind there's some rain in the forecast it's going to be crappy conditions <laughs> deep but ball yeah,
1: might not even be an option
0: it might not thing. be an option it's like you want uh i'm not saying you want drew lock to play but you want drew locks arm in this game interesting um so i don't think like that's the bright spot if teddy can't go is you know maybe that opens up the deep ball um that can cut through the the wind and the rain a little bit. Um, but then obviously you, you lose everything good that Teddy does, which I think is um, better than what drew log gives you despite the uh, disparity in arm strength. Yeah, but yeah, man. you have to, w- what are the Broncos good at right now? They're, they're actually still pretty good at running the ball. Yeah. They're pretty good at running the ball. They're Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, both over uh, 4.5 yards per carry. That's pretty good. I know they're different because Javante has kind of been the home run hitter and Melvin Gordon's the, you know, get you into favorable situations um, with a four or five, six-yard run kind of guy. Um, You, At some point, you kind of wonder, like, at what point do you want to hand over the reins to Javante Williams and let him be the lead back? That's I don't know if it's going to happen this season. But the DNVR guys were kind of talking about it, but – You're kind of in no man's land when you're giving running backs eight, nine carries each because they're not able to find a rhythm. You know, no one's hit 100 yards since Melvin Gordon had that 70-yard touchdown run in New York. And you wonder if, like, this might be a good game to just pound the ball over and over again and maybe give someone like Javante Williams 20, 21 carries and, and Melvin Gordon sticks with nine carries and you just see what happens.
1: Yeah, or I'd be happy with either way because to credit Melvin Gordon, I think the one I th- I think I saw Ben Albright tweet about Javante Williams taking uh, more lo- like yard like losses on mm-hmm. on plays than Gordon. Um, I think Gordon just with his experience, you have just a, a more savvy running back who. You don't, and Gordon does have the boom potential. Like he can break off plays as well. And I also saw a play uh, tweeted out a clip of Noah Fant, just not (laughs) blocking at all. I saw That that would have sprung Gordon for a touchdown. Had he even just freaking tried to block on this play. So, you know, if your backs have a few more opportunities, maybe one of those blocks hit. And you do get that, that big play And Javante had a big play in the Raiders game. And like I talked about, it woke the crowd up. Like it got the crowd back into the game. And then the Broncos ended up settling for a field goal. So, uh, you need the big play and they need to finish off those drives in the red zone, but both backs need over 10 carries and you need to feature whichever guy is having the better game. Uh, the Cleveland Browns do this very well when both Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are playing. Yes. Like if hunt is hot, they keep him in there because when he's going, he's about as good as Chubb. Like Chubb's always good, but sometimes Kareem hunt gets on a tear and they keep feeding him and, or they just get to the red zone and they switch it up with the fresh back. Like just commit to one of those commit to the run. I agree. I'm losing my point.
0: Next. No, you made it. You made a good point. You made a good point. Um, we talked about how you know Corlin Sutton kind of struggled, and Teddy yeah. Bridgewater struggled finding him. He's still averaging uh almost 80 yards per game receiving. Yeah, and now that's
1: Sutton's like- good. He just has to be elite. We need somebody yeah. on the ball catching in the ball catching crew to be elite. Like Tim Patrick's good. We need Sutton to be better than good. And that's not fair to ask of Sutton, but that's like what we expect at this point.
0: Yeah. My point is like everybody thinks he's having kind of a down season and he's still on pace for like 1,300 yards at this point, (coughs) which is, uh, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Pretty incredible coming back from injury. So I wouldn't get too down on Cortland Sutton. Plus, like having Jerry Judy back is going to make, Life so much easier for for Sutton and Patrick and probably Noah Fant too.
1: Yeah, I disagree because I just feel like as soon as Judy gets back, somebody else is going to get hurt. Yeah, you might be right. You, <laughs> That's just the way it feels. <laughs> I you,
0: you make a very underrated point there that um I, yeah. I can't really uh I can't argue with. Yeah, um, you put uh, Donovan Peoples Jones as the guy to worry about in the Broncos' offense versus the Browns' defense section um nice going there maybe we'll talk about that later yeah he's just
1: made a lot of like key (laughs) catches for the browns i feel like yeah he he pulled in a hail mary and yeah
0: he did that last week too (laughs) yeah i mean we can we can move on to that like bronco's offense
1: versus brown's defense who gets who gets the point well let me tell you who's getting the real point here will it's DraftKings (laughs) sportsbook nfl fans hungry for a big win this week Yeah, both Broncos and Browns fans are hungry. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, it's that simple. I don't think betting on who wins this game is simple, so my advice is don't bet on the Browns-Broncos because it's a coin flip. Go for one of those easy ones. But DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings safe, secure, reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever the hell you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet just $5, $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code DNBR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply at DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. For details, gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Uh, need a football problem for a hotline to call for Broncos fans. <laughs> <laughs> all right broncos Uh, defense browns offense where did you want to start will yeah i mean so we don't know if odell beckham's gonna play necessarily yeah and they activated landry right is he returning yet or not that's a good question i'll look it up while you use your mouth to talk
0: okay so uh, yeah that's one thing i use my mouth for um (laughs) i'm just kidding Odell Beckham's only caught 14 of his 27 targets from Baker Mayfield. So whatever it is like that, obviously that trade was um, unsuccessful. Like you like the the Browns as an organization taking a big swing on that, but it hasn't worked out.
1: No. And I noticed that watching through the Browns highlights the last two weeks, I was like, man, there's a lot of these connections between Odell and Baker that aren't working. Yeah. And that was like the problem when, Freddie kitchens was there and it felt like Baker was trying to force balls to Odell. And you were the one who was first to be like, I think the Browns offense will be better without Odell because they're going to build an identity. That's actually serviceable to their team.
0: It was, yeah, it was a little bit of a nuclear take back then that, um, <clears throat> was aged, I think, you know, I have to pat myself on the back, like a
1: fine wine.
0: Nicely pretty well,
1: Real, the, the, few... the wine
0: of hot takes. That's right. That's right. Um, Aged to perfection that's
1: right but it's here's better age.
0: here's what you have to think about if odell beckham plays he's not you don't have to worry about the chemistry or lack thereof with baker mayfield you're worried about the chemistry with case fuck. keenan
1: fuck it's probably going to be great
0: and so it might be there <laughs> like they, they might have a rhythm um that odell just doesn't have with anyone else um, and we really see, we haven't seen Odell produce very uh, much without anybody except for Eli Manning. So yeah. maybe maybe the new take is Odell was always a, a product of Eli. like Blair White was a product of Peyton Manning.
1: Wow. Wow. <laughs> I
0: don't think I don't think I'm gonna run with that one. Um, but yeah, Odell the Odell storyline will be something to watch um, if he plays. Otherwise, you're right. Donovan People's Jones is the guy to worry about. And um, the Browns also have—I don't know if they're all playing because I assume one of them has to be injured, right? But they have three pretty good tight ends. Oh yeah, and Harrison Bryant, David Njoku, and Austin Hooper.
1: Yeah, I keep forgetting Hooper's on their team. I know <laughs> they have a lot of tight ends. They're like that the is a lot of but so there's a chance good. that Landry plays. Odell's hasn't been practicing as well, so he's hurt yeah right um and joku's been limited in practice was with a knee but the, i'm assuming he is a go uh tight ends with with alexander johnson going down that becomes a problem again yeah yeah i mean yeah you still have
0: Strenod. you gotta just get you gotta get creative in coverage yeah you don't have, so you, you, need don't a have pass rush. you don't have Josie jewel anymore. Uh, Micah Kaiser, like as soon as Micah Kaiser came, came in the game, it's like, okay, there's one play that, you know, Las Vegas, um, is going to run over and over again. And it's just give the ball to Josh Jacobs or Kenyon Drake up the middle. And it worked. Yeah. Um, so something's got to change there. They have to get a little bit more creative, um, And, like, what does it come down to? This is the ninth scoring offense versus the fourth scoring defense that doesn't feel, like, representative of what we're getting in this game because it feels like both of these teams have fallen off a cliff.
1: Yeah, because the Broncos were the first number one scoring defense three weeks ago. (laughs) Maybe the Bills were ahead of them for a week there after their double shutouts, but it's gotten worse every week. Uh, the last three weeks, the Bronx has given up a ton of points. So they're like a middle of the road scoring defense, if not bottom 12 right now, based on, I think like the last three games, if you're looking at it just on that alone. So they had like outlier performances against bad teams yeah. and the Browns. Yeah. The Browns without their playmakers, probably a middle of the road to bad scoring offense at the moment. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and they kind of—they're not as bad as the Broncos are on third down, um, but they're only converting thirty-eight percent. Yeah,
1: they're twentieth. So
0: they're not great. You—you you would assume that that's, um, you know, going to get worse without uh, most of their starters. Um, but the Browns are better in the red zone. Uh, their defense is not good in the red zone. I think they—I think their opponents score like seventy percent of the time in the red zone, score touchdowns. Um, So like these teams kind of mirror each other in ways, but yeah, like going back to, should you bet on this game? No, no, absolutely not. Like there are so many, so many X factors at play. Like you probably shouldn't bet on Thursday night games in general. You shouldn't bet on two bad teams playing each other. I don't know if the Browns are a bad team, but they're a bad team this week. They're a
1: bad team this week. That's our stance third the weather
0: the weather's gonna be crazy it's gonna affect the game you assume um this game is going to be chaotic um you have to hope you know for everybody out there who's not a fan of these two teams that it's uh chaotically watchable yeah like that hoping for a lot of touchdowns basically yeah the broncos jets game a year ago on thursday night yeah and instead of like
1: um you know, 13 to seven. Yeah. Give us 33 to 30 or some shit, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. At least like, you know, just have it, you know, just go crazy. Like go for it on fourth down, go for two, Um,
1: call some trick plays. So this is, this wow. is what's happening too right now is so Broncos and Browns fans going into this season, Broncos fans are here on the left side. These are Browns. Browns thinking just thinking about afc championship game super bowl broncos fans thinking wild card maybe maybe teddy gets this team to wild card spot browns praying they make it the playoffs at this point because of injuries just hoping dear god if we get a win against the broncos this week with all these guys out that is huge for us it gives us 10 days to get healthy Broncos fans are just like, give us a game that's watchable for the first three quarters. Give us three good quarters of football where there's a a chance in the fourth. Because right now it's three horrible quarters of football where the Broncos then score some touchdowns that don't mean anything late. So we just want a game to be good. And Browns fans are just hoping they can be competitive in December. So basically two organizations, uh, franchises where their fans are just Lowering expectations as the season progresses.
0: Yeah, I I think that's fair. And maybe this is the week where we meet in the middle, but um, yeah, I still have faith in this Browns team. I mean, it comes down to Baker Mayfield. And I still, like, we talked about with Dave Damashek. Like, if you're the Browns, take the injury out of it. Do you still want to commit to Baker Mayfield with
1: a loaded roster? If if some of the veteran QBs that might be available aren't available to you. Okay. There's, I mean, a lot of That's people think Rodgers and Wilson could be on the move this off season. And yeah, the Wilson thing is, has kind of picked up steam. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Um, hopefully like I, if I'm the Browns, you're interested in those guys. Cause they're both upgrades over Baker. You can't make it known that you're going after him, which I think is impossible. But if you can't get either one of those guys, if I'm the Browns, I commit to Baker. And I try to have an honest conversation with him and his agent about his actual skill set. And the way this team can be competitive is they need some financial flexibility. So if he doesn't demand that he become like the hot next highest paid quarterback, then they can make it work. I'm not saying Baker would take that approach, but if I'm the Browns and he can be a top eight paid QB top six, where you can still continue to try and build the team around him because I think he desperately needs that. And I think he knows he needs the good team around him, but unlike, I think he's better than a guy like Teddy. Like I would take Baker over Teddy to run my team. I would too. So I don't think Baker gets enough credit. For what he does, but he's also not like a top eight quarterback. You know what I mean? Do you know that Baker
0: Mayfield has the longest throw in NFL history? Um, since they started tracking these things,
1: like through the air, like air yard throw. Yeah. I did not know that.
0: Yeah, he overthrew a Hill Mary. It's just weird that like Baker Mayfield. (coughs) Oh, I do remember that. He's like (laughs) 5'11. Yeah, no, he's got a he's got an arm. It's crazy, yeah.
1: He, um, and he's I think, like, he gets, he does stuff with his legs, like he can move. He does, yeah. He's not I mean, the fastest be, quarterback, but he's kind of like Alex Smith, but a little bit slower, maybe.
0: Yeah, no, it's kind of. Um, I I don't know if I've ever really seen like a quarterback that has his kind of play style um, before him, and now looking at um, Sam Howell, who's a quarterback at UNC. Who people thought was going to be the first overall pick, he plays a lot like Baker Mayfield. Interesting. Um, but yeah, no, he's he's just kind of like a one of one right now in the NFL. I the problem with your plan, I think, is if you tried to lowball Baker Mayfield in contract negotiations, they do have teams like the Broncos who would pay Baker Mayfield on the free agent market like top three money. Just yeah, that's to like a tough the, spot. Just to, like, say we have a quarterback now, and the quarterback is not the problem. We have, like, a you know average to above-average quarterback.
1: Baker Mayfield to the Broncos. Heard it here first with Will Keyes' wine takes. Sound crazy at the time, but they get better with age. Yeah, I'm not going to put my uh, stamp of approval on that one. We need wine take Wednesdays with Will. Yeah wine take spinoff wednesday. podcast we need one more w in there we'll figure it out wacky wine mm, no we'll get there yeah all right x-factor workshop there's another w workshop will's workshop take wednesday with wine <laughs> <laughs> it's five W's. No, it is involved yeah www.willwinetakewednesday <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we kind of covered some of the X factors short week on the road, obviously, uh, always a shit show. Oh, uh, here's an X factor. Cleveland Browns fans still hate the Broncos. So good for them. Uh, they still hate John Elway. I think there'll be a ruckus crowd there. I think crowd noise will be a bit of a factor. Uh, they, they want the Broncos to lose for sure. Uh, You mentioned the revenge game for Joe Woods and Keenum. That is an X factor. Uh, Joe Woods was the Broncos secondary coach when he was here with Denver. Um, And defensive coordinator. Then became the defensive coordinator with Vance Joseph. I don't know how much of a difference he makes, but I didn't think he was a great defensive coordinator. I don't think Browns fans like him either. And I think the Browns are wasting a lot of defensive talent right now with him. So, that's my hot take. Joe Woods, not a good defensive coordinator. I will will give him a little
0: uh, benefit of the doubt because most of those guys are new. Fair enough. And they're dealing with injuries too. But, um, yeah, I think he's underperforming.
1: Oh, Uh, Malik Jackson revenge game. Oh, we missed it.
0: Yeah, I mean, has he been suspended for that hit on Kyler Murray? God? I
1: mean, the what he did to Kyler Murray. Yeah, NSFW. Yeah, I think he's on the NSFL, report, Really, Malik of Jackson limited. I think he'll play. So that this could have been a revenge game for four, but it's just three. And you know, Colquitt was with the Browns for a while. Yeah. One over there. They quit on a cold. It's play. just a
0: revenge game for the city of Cleveland. Anytime yeah. they play
1: Denver. Really? Yeah. Here's, here's something that could cost the Browns fourth worst in terms of penalty yards per game. And if there's a team that needs some free yards, <laughs> it's the Broncos. Other than that, I think we've touched on all the, the key stuff. Um, Should we make a pick? Yeah. I'm picking the Browns
0: to win. <laughs> I was going to I was going to pick the Browns as well cuz I think I think we I picked, picked Broncos.
1: the Broncos every week. Um yeah.
0: you can't pick a you can't pick a team every week. No.
1: The chance Not when they're they 3 of 3 record.
0: Yeah. Yeah. To be and fair plus, to me, like, maybe we change things up. Maybe we change up their fortunes.
1: Yeah. To be fair, like the Ravens, that was their first loss and the Broncos were coming off three straight wins. And even though I thought the Ravens had a good chance to win that game, I had to believe my team was going to be as good as their 3-0 record. And then the Steelers, I legit was like, look, the Ravens beat the Broncos, beat them badly, but the Steelers aren't that good. Like, I liked the matchup. Just didn't pan out. And then the Raiders had all of that shit happen through the week. So I'm like, I'm going to take them again legitimately thinking, they had a good chance to win. I thought it would be close, but I was like, there's so much going wrong for the Raiders right now. I'm going to pick them. Even though like say the Raiders were heading into that week and none of that happened. I would have been leaning towards the Raiders. this game again. The Broncos should win it. Everything says they should win it, but it's not like
0: we're picking them to go into Buffalo and, and beat the bills.
1: Yeah. I'm right. taking the Browns.
0: There's a rationale for the last three picks, um, and we just have to, you know, we have to go against it for a week and see if yeah, that helps. Got to go
1: against the grain.
0: Yeah. Again, do not bet money on this game. Yeah. You're, if you if you feel the need to bet money on this game, and you might because it's Thursday night football, uh, go bet money on like the Dodgers or the Red Sox, or a basketball team. If you're betting on the Browns and the Broncos at this point, uh, fire up that gambling addiction hotline number
1: again. (laughs) You need to call that if you're you're thinking about wasting your money on this. This game could be a blowout either way. It could be a close game. It could be just a bizarre game.
0: It could be a 5-2 damage special.
1: Oh, yeah. It could be all. All right. Well, that is our prediction. Browns win. I'm going to say 27
0: 19. Okay. I'm going to go Browns
1: win 26 20. Cool. We're (laughs) right on the same page. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Tomorrow I'll have the picks episode up here where we'll pick all the games. Just wanted to focus on the Broncos prediction for this episode. Usually the picks go up Thursday, or Wednesday. I'm going to put the picks where Will and I pick every game up uh, Thursday morning-ish. So good luck to the Broncos. I'll be live streaming also on YouTube with Tom Grassi during the game. Good night. And John
0: Owe played with uh, only one ACL.
1: And good luck. NFL fans, are you hungry for a big win this week? If your team's playing poorly, I bet you really are. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered even when your team doesn't. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Those are fun. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more you can win. DraftKings is also safe, secure, and reliable. Even when your favorite team is none of those things. None. Why is it safe, secure, and reliable? Well, you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR and bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win. With promo code D N V R this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.